On this episode of the Disciple Henson Podcast, we have Mary Alice DeBoer. She is our Women's Ministry Director, and she will talk about how the Women's Ministry supports the culture of discipling at Henson among the women. Stay tuned and hope you're encouraged. And welcome to the Disciple Henson Podcast. We are casting pods once again with PK. Woo-hoo. Woo! All right. We got quite and a fan club there. We do. We have uh, lots of people in the the studio today. But, <laughs> um, you know, we have the great Mary Alice here. And she is our woman's ministry director is that the right title yep for you i think so and so we're gonna talk about women's ministry but before we get there i wanted to ask you about just who you are how you became a christian how you came to henson all the juicy stuff and we might do the lightning round during that time so uh be on the lookout for that listeners and so yeah go ahead mary alice tell us about yourself okay uh mary alice deboer i was born mary alice bergen um i i I'm not sure how much of the story you want, but oh, I, grew up in, I grew up in a stable, middle class, loving, um, American dream home. I um, lived in Happy Valley, where everyone's happy in Happy Valley. Yes, I grew up there. Um, I was three of four girls. Names, Mona, Mindy, Mary Alice, and Michelle. Wow, all M's. Yeah, and so I had to find out Mike. To, to carry it on. To carry it on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, did you enjoy M and M's? Because you know we had M M&M. and M's at our yeah. wedding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're not my chocolate of choice. Okay. All right. So yeah, at three of four girls. I was kind of uh, perhaps a little bit lost in the middle, and um, but I always had some sort. Even though it was a not a faith based home, a Christian home, uh, I always had some sort of yearning or some sort of interest in mm. God, whatever that meant. I I kind of wondered, was there a God? You know, I saw a daffodil, there had to be a God because that was just like pretty amazing. Mm. The structure and the just flowers. Um, so there had to be a designer. There had to be a creative creator. Yeah. But who was he? Did he know me? Did he care? Mm. Did he create me? Why? Um, and what should I do about that if there really is a creator? So yeah. how, do I, how do I live? And then in high school, I had a group of friends that were all really terrific Christians, and they loved me. I knew they were praying for me. Wow. I wasn't too thrilled about that. But um, I then would go on outings with them. I went on a beach outing, and a friend shared a little tract with me. And it actually made sense that mm. there was this chasm between a sinful man, which I kind of recognized that at that time that there was sin, there was problem. Uh, so a chasm between the a sinful man and a holy God. But I was hesitant because I this was a pretty radical and a serious idea mm. to that would be you know life impacting to um, to actually give my life to God, whatever that meant. And um, so I I knew that He was clearly offering me salvation, this relationship with him that I really desired. I really desired to know what this was and how this all, how life worked. And so after attending church a while and other high school outings, someone just asked me point blank, so what are you waiting for? And because he was asking me, do you believe this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, kind of makes sense. Well, what are you waiting for? So at that point, I, I guess you would say I prayed up Prayer, prayer of repentance mm-hmm. and um, stepped over that threshold of faith 
And I didn't have any huge earth-moving experience, but I knew I was found and secure rather than lost where and adrift where I had been. Um, I was no longer on my own to navigate life in a really confusing option, uh, overloaded, you know, the overloaded world. And so um, I engaged in church life ever, ever so slowly, lots of ups and downs grew in my understanding of God and his ways. And I still am, by the way. Yeah, praise God. Not there yet. I eventually met and married Mike DeBoer. Mike DeBoer. Starts with an M. And we, uh, we were married a few, a few, several months, and then we moved to Philadelphia to work with youth mm-hmm. in a church there. And then from there, we moved to Denver, Colorado, for Mike to attend seminary. And then five years later, we came back to Portland, and we— Did you um, come back to Happy Valley, or did you come back to Portland proper? I actually, we actually did come back to Happy Valley oh. because my parents had moved south, and we oh, rented their home, okay. which was very strange. So, um, wow, yeah. I came back full circle then. Full circle. Awesome. And um, so there, we fe- we decided to come to Henson because yeah. we had been uh, attending a church in Denver that was in a high, met in a high school gym, so mm-hmm. it was very you know mobile and not not pretty. Yeah. And so I remember saying, I just want to find a church that has hard pews and stained glass windows <laughs> and. Where are you going to go? You're going to come to Hinson You're going to come to Hinson. You're going to come to the castle on 20th and Sandwich. That's a tower. Yep. And I am so happy to say. What uh, year was that, Mary Alice, when you came to Hinson or visited and then joined? It was sometime in the 80s. Okay. 80-somethings. Yeah. Long-standing member here, Mary Alice. Faithful. I know. I'm an oldie. Anyway, uh, there's so much more to Hinson Church yeah. th- now than wooden pews and stained glass windows, yeah. and I am so, so thankful. That's Praise awesome. Praise the Lord for that. That's awesome. Um, before we talk about your uh, women's ministry director role, um, I'm going to do a lightning round here. So I'm just going to ask you brief questions, mm-hmm. and you want I want very fast answers. Unrehearsed. Just unrehearsed. Okay. First thing that comes to your mind. So first question, what is your favorite Olympic sport to watch? Like summer or winter? Uh, summer, since we're in Summer Olympics um, right now. Probably gymnastics. Gymnastics, okay. Uh, what Olympic sport would you compete in? Well, I was the, the school record holder in high jump. Oh, high jump? Yeah, really? High Are you still the record holder? Well, you could probably walk over what I jumped. Oh. So, um, no. Okay. Hopefully not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, favorite place in Oregon you love to visit? Mm, I love the ocean. Uh, like Cannon Beach or like? I'm not. Oh, I'd say Depot Bay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Especially um, if there's whales. You ooh. can't pull me away because there's going to be one more whale. I'm going to put that on the list. Yeah. Um, if you could only listen to one music album for the next month, what would it be? Yes. The wrong question. The wrong person. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I know, know names. I, I know we're in, out there in the uh, Spotify and YouTube streaming world, uh, but I'm, we're going back to the CD albums uh, or vinyl if you want. You could do next question. Yeah, next, next question. question. Uh, favorite flavor of jam? Oh, blackberry. Blackberry it is. Woo, we just did lightning round. So, Mary Alice. Wait, so, wait, wait. Oh. Two more M's. There's two more M's. My, my story's not over. Oh, yo, keep going. Yeah, so, keep going. We have children. Okay. And they're, I guess, still young adults, kind of growing into full-fledged yeah. adults. So yeah, we yeah, have yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell DeBoer. And okay. Madeline. And Madeline. Yeah. There you go. Now you can ask. Okay. And um, and so you came to Hinson, you know, quite a while ago. And then now you are serving as our women's ministry director. And when did you 
joined staff to become the women's ministry director. So I stepped into this position. Really, the, the uh, pastor that hired me, I was never actually in a staff meeting with. Mm-hmm. He was moving out, and the women's ministry director was also moving. And so I was stepping in for a time, thinking that might be a short time, but it would be really cool if it was a long time. Oh, like, okay. It would be really cool if it was like 10 years. And did you want to be a women's ministry director, or was it more like, you were asked and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for a short time. It was, honestly, at first it was like, no. Oh, okay. And then it was like, because I'm so ill-equipped and yeah. unprepared. And then um, knowing the pastor was leaving at that time, it was like, well, not only no, but that's ridiculous, no. And then uh, it was really a direct, uh, it was act of obedience, I would wow. say. okay. And that was 19 years ago. Wow. So, yeah. Long, seeing, long time coming. Yeah. Yeah, and that's awesome. And I'm super happy and so, super uh, privileged to be here. Can you tell us what do you do? What does a director of yeah. women's ministry do? Well, I I would say that my role is really the same as any Christian, probably mm. Christian in leadership, but okay. anyone who answers the call to follow Christ. Okay. Um, I've been spending the last couple of months slowly reading through Ephesians, which I think we're going to talk a little oh, bit yeah. about okay. later. Awesome. And in chapter four, Paul says, I urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received, meaning having been called into the kingdom and family of God and responding in faith walk in it. So what Mm. does that mean? Uh, A few verses later, he says that he himself, Christ, gave some to be apostles, some some prophets, some some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, to build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of God's Son, growing into maturity with a stature measured by Christ's fullness. So I think, um, are we growing? Are we doing this? Are we growing in maturity? Mm. By God's work and by God's grace, yes, we are. Do we have a whole lot of growing to do? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think part of my job, you know, I am just one person. I cannot meet all the needs, whether they be felt needs or for real physical or spiritual needs of the women of this church. But the really great thing is I don't have to. Yeah. I really think an important aspect of my job is to mobilize and to equip mm. women for the work of the ministry to women. All women, single women, young launching into adulthood women, mm-hmm. aging women, mothers, married women, all women. And for every woman I meet, there are different needs, different joys, yeah. different pain, different hopes and dreams. In all in the various stages of fulfillment, some of those dreams, or maybe of disappointment. Mm. But we all need to know and walk with Jesus to be truly and ultimately fulfilled. So the needs and the diversity is great, but I can't do all of that myself. But part of my job is to equip. And that looks like all sorts of things, some corporately through um, some programmed and structured and some loose and individual um, specifically, my goal is to help facilitate that same work in every woman at Henson that Paul's prayer in Ephesians. Mm. It's going to be an Ephesians theme. Yeah, Ephesians 3.17, Paul's prayer for us, it says that according to the riches of his glory, we might be strengthened with power in our inner being through his spirit. Who needs to be strengthened in their inner being? I do. Um, I think all of us do. And that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. 
that we would be rooted and established in love, able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width and height and depth of God's love and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. And I think that's incredible. Uh, Paul just spent the first two chapters telling us that Mm -hmm. his love is immeasurable and incalculable. And um, it's just a little bit mind-blowing, but that is what he invites us into. So um, I want to participate. I want to help facilitate that. And some of that's going to be structurally through Bible study, Mm -hmm. through um, special events, through uh, small group discipleship, and some of it's going to be one-on-one and um, motivating and um, mobilizing women to do that with each other. That's so good. Um, And just if I can uh, double click on a few things there, um, Mary Alice. So in terms of like the structured times, um, what like... What does that look like in terms of the life of Hinson and women's ministry? And actually, um, before we get there, can you just tell us, like, what did women's ministry look like in COVID times? I mean, we weren't doing the Thursday Bible studies. We weren't, you know, so what what did it look like during COVID times? So let's just uh, take a, you know, uh, a, a little look into just the evidences of God's grace in, uh, in COVID times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was interesting for all of us, particularly ministry. I felt like I was wearing a straitjacket. Like, I I mean, we kind of were watching it come and then all of a sudden it was here and then like totally shut down and nobody's um, unfamiliar with that. It's almost kind of become this weird little memory. Like what happened to to our lives that year? Um, We were studying in a program, regular weekly Bible study. We were in Hebrews, Mm -hmm. which was rich and um, so good. And then bam, just like, you know, March shut down. So some groups continued. They continued, um, some small groups continued one-on-one or not one-on-one and through Zoom. Okay. Um, Some of them, it it wasn't sustainable because now they have a household of children at home. Um, But just lives were disrupted. So some groups continued that. And then once that wrapped up, um, honestly, I, I really felt like, how do we do ministry if you can't be with, if you can't gather, because that's seems like that's necessary. Yeah. So um, at the time, that was June, I think, once Hebrews was kind of wrapping up, um, we're still kind of getting our equilibrium. What does this mean? What uh, schools done for those online schools? Yeah. Uh, schooling situations. Um. But Whitney Woolard had just uh, uh, produced a three-part series on Romans one uh, five one mm-hmm. through five, which was so timely, still is, um, so timely and really appropriate. And so, shout out to Whitney Woolard. Totally, I'm going to mm-hmm. actually do. If you missed that series, it was on Romans 5, 1 through 5. It's a three-part series. Um, if you missed that, um, go to WhitneyWoller.com and you can you can watch it and do it, grab somebody who hasn't and do it with them because so rich and so timely uh, just talking about the hope and the peace mm. that we have in Christ yeah. that we need. Yeah, amen. So in that time, I was um, pretty perplexed, like, okay, um, what do women need? They're isolated in their homes or increased responsibility yeah. um, or lack of responsibility yeah. all of a sudden is out the window. Um, and I, I think there were three specific things that surfaced. One is we need encouragement. We need encouragement to know that 
we can get up another day, put on our black stretchy pants, and because uh, we're not going out of the house, and we, but we need to know that it matters, mm-hmm. and um, that God is still in control, and that that He is on the job. He, this is not taking Him by surprise. Um, other thing in the isolation, we need connections, yeah. encouragement, and connection, and we need hope that this is not the forever. And I mean, that we don't live for this day, for this home. This mm-hmm. is not our home. So those three things. So trying to be creative in how to address that. Yeah. And especially when we're crippled in how we can touch the lives of each other. Um, so I saw some really beautiful things happen in that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw many groups of women just gather up, whether it be in Zoom or outside um, in the elements of uh choosing a book to read together or yeah. doing a Bible study yeah. or are gathering for support. But I saw a lot of that. Also know that there's others that didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And so there was, a, that was really difficult for mm-hmm. many. Um, we, we launched a weekly email. Michael was doing his email on Thursdays, yeah. which I know people were waiting for 10 a.m. or whatever <laughs> yeah. hour that that came out. And so then um, we just uh, started to do a weekly Tuesday email to oh, women. Okay, you don't know about it. See, I didn't know about it because yeah, I'm yeah. not a woman. So if you want to be blessed, you should go back and look at the archives. Um, this was just a short, you know, page and a half devotion. Whether it come at, came out of someone's quiet time, well, or, so that was not you. That's other members at Hinson, other women. Yeah. that were writing these devotionals on Tuesdays. We we I don't that's think awesome. Probably twenty different women contributed wow. to this. So pretty much every week we That's had a really few cool. misses. Yeah. Uh, I just invited women to um, to the the goals encouragement. Mm-hmm. What it, what what truth do we need to be brought to? What truth has God spoken to yeah. you? Um, and so pretty much weekly for I'm gonna guess maybe nine months. We and now it's more sporadic. You're gonna get, you know, women are gonna get an email every now and then. Um, but it was hints of women writing to hints of yeah. women. Yeah. And that's great. Um, from what I hear, it was valuable. So, and what also made me realize is that we have some very thoughtful, good writing writer women who are just thinking well and willing to share it. So, yeah. that was a great encouragement to me. Mary Alice, what I love about that is uh, all those small groups doing book studies or Hebrew studies or writing those uh, blog posts, basically. They, they, you didn't drive that train. You yeah. you really empowered other women to take leadership. And I, my assumption also is that those women kind of did it themselves without really your permission. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. We that, had some. We we tried to do. We tried to do when we were in cohorts. Yeah, way back when we were in cohorts. Oh yeah, yeah. We oh, um that was we, the era. <laughs> there, there was um so we had a uh, uh, Holly Schnur in the inner cohort and then Bonnie Von Wald in the North cohort and myself just trying to contact and connect women. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you, Bonnie and, and uh, Holly. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other part of it was women just saying, I kind of need to read about contentment. Do you want to join me? And or whatever. I, um, I love that. So it, there's this kind of, uh, in many ways, a Titus two woman discipling other woman and you know here at Hinson we always talk about this culture of discipling Mm -hmm. and so Mary Alice like how 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 do you practically help facilitate this Titus 2 woman discipling other woman because clearly you're not doing all the discipling so what are some practical things that you encourage women at Hinson to pursue this kind of culture 
of discipling? Like how, how, yeah, what, what's your encouragement for them? Yeah, I think that often when we think of discipling, we think that it has to be somebody all grown up, mm-hmm. meeting with somebody who's maybe less mature in their faith, yeah. and you have to have this strong structure that covers every angle of theology or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and no, I, as I read Mark Dever's book on, I love that little book about discipling, is he just normalizes it. Yeah. And he doesn't minimalize it, but mm-hmm. he normalizes it's like doing one another spiritual yeah. good. So that can be mutual. That yeah. could be we could have the same birthday and 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 disciple each other, mm-hmm. or it may be, and and there is so much that a more mature woman can teach and speak into the lives of younger women that we want to encourage that. Yeah. So yeah, one. Uh, sometimes you think like, oh, I mean, I I thought this for years and years. I still think it. Actually, it's like I'm not grown up. How can I yeah. guide, lead, come alongside, encourage someone younger than me? And feeling very ill-equipped and inadequate. But what if you just came to the Word together? Mm -hmm. And so um, these great little um, scripture notebooks, scripture journals, uh, reading through, using one of those to read through. You don't need a scripture journal, but they're just a handy little thing that have been created. Um, Is reading through a passage and then stopping, praying, looking Kind of digging in a little bit, and yeah. then just discussing what you find and what 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 does God reveal about Himself, about you, about the world, um, through that passage. And I had the privilege of doing that with a couple different women, even on the phone. It doesn't have to even be in person. Yeah. Rich, rich times, always rich, encouraging, inspiring times. Um, so. And that, that's not really rocket science. That's yeah. just coming to the word humbly together and then praying that scripture through each other's, over each other's lives. There's also um, some great tools. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it may, I think it definitely needs more. It means, it means more than just meeting for coffee. Yeah. And, you know, talking for a while. Um, to have some redemptive view in mind mm-hmm. of uh, how can I strengthen this woman? How can I encourage her towards Jesus, to maybe trust him more where she's not, to, um, to uh, maybe it might even be hard words. It might be yeah. like, mm, you know, I'm seeing, as you share, I'm seeing this, and I'm wondering if you've explored that. How does that, how is that living under the Lordship of Christ? So yeah. it may be confrontive or gently, yeah. or it may just be side by side looking at the word together. Yeah. Or it may be there's this really great tool that I know there's at least one group using. I It's by Melissa Kruger, and it's a little book called Growing Together. And um, its subtitle is Taking Mentoring Beyond Small Talk and Prayer Requests. When I found this, I was pretty excited because it's, it's really just reading a chapter and then having some really um, clear questions regarding yeah. that. And some of the chapters are kind of... I almost think like, ah, these are church women. I don't need to ask. We don't need to read about Mm -hmm. going to church. But some of the topics are savoring the word of God, um, engagement in church, sharing the good news, praying. Um, And I think that this is just a great little tool for walking side by side with other women and getting past how's the kids, how's your job. Yeah. Um, So being willing to get... um, even vulnerable to it. So these, the, the, the book's just a tool yeah. to do that, but yeah. I think it's a really helpful tool. Uh, Mary Alice, one of the things that I love about all those examples is that you know, you're know you normalizing that this intentional spiritual good to one another um, 
it could take so many different forms mm-hmm. and it could be more structured, maybe going through like a chapter a week. It could be less structured that you just meet up and open the Bible, pray for each other and try to encourage each other. Uh, but at the end of the day, all those ways of doing things is just discipling one another yeah. and giving your and investing in each other's lives mm-hmm. with uh, a word centered material, whether mm-hmm. that's scripture or maybe a, a Christian book or things like that. So I, I love that it's this encouragement where, you know, women can pour into each other's lives uh, in such a way that's just, you know, I want to have God's word shape me and shape you and let's let's follow Jesus together. Yeah. Um, I love that. So hey, can I just say that yeah. I um, recently just purchased 10 copies of this book, oh, Growing okay. Together, and I would love to help women just engage and give them away this tool. So I've got 10 copies. And first if, come, first serve. First come, first serve. So if you are going to use it, you can have it, but you have to do it with somebody. Okay. So they come in pairs at least. Come in pairs. But it doesn't have to be a pair. It could be five. It could be two. But um, so I want to just offer those. Okay. This is, and you will, it's, a, it's an easy read. The chapters are short enough that you can fit them into your life. Yeah. And I think there's 10 I chapters. love it. So if you are listening here, uh, contact uh, Mary Alice, email, text, phone call, however you could reach her then uh, grab those pairs and and try to do spiritual good to each other. So Mary Alice, um, word on the street, the streets of Taylor and the streets of 20th and the streets of Salmon and maybe Maine. Um, I just just named all the streets that (laughs) Hinson is nearby. Um, Is that the woman's ministry is going through a revamp or restarting or relaunch? Like tell tell us more, what's happening in the fall? Well, COVID putting a screeching halt on everything we did. Mm-hmm. Then when it was time to like, okay, it's going to be falls coming. We're going to be more open. It's kind of the realization like we don't have to do anything we did before. Yeah. If we were oh, ever going to okay. change something. Now's the time. This is a great wow. time to do it. So lots of brainstorming, lots of prayer, lots of imagining and dreaming. Like, well, if we didn't do what we're doing, what would we do? So we're going to do something a little different. A little different, okay. And probably a really big impacting change for many people is going to be we're moving off of Thursdays to Wednesdays. And I don't know, I know that's going to be hard for some people. And, and if you just recently joined Hinson uh, in the last year, so tell us, so Wednesday, what times? Uh, we're going to be starting, um, so basically uh, on September 15th, okay. Wednesday night, we're going to have a fall kickoff for all women, even okay. if you're not able to join us regularly for Bible study. We just okay. want all women. That's going to be a fall kick up. Kick up. Uh, we're going to kick up our heels. Kick up our heels. Um, kick off. Our kick heels. off. <laughs> I feel like we're playing football now. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, so that's going to be a kickoff. And we're just going to like, this is what this is what we're what we're launching into. Okay, the year. great. Then the next Wednesday we'll start in the morning. It'll be I don't have a concrete. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be nine thirty to eleven fifteen, and then there'll be another group that meets in the evening, uh, six thirty to eight fifteen. And that morning and evening track is that um, uh, the same material yep. or different? Okay, so same. And guess what we're going to study? Oh, what are we studying? Ephesians. Oh, Ephesians. Yeah. Look at that. This is an Ephesians-themed podcast here. We're just casting Ephesians here. And Michael Caine is setting the tone in in a Sunday morning hour. So, um, yeah, we're going to be studying the book of Ephesians the whole year. So small bites. Okay. Um, Different format. In the past, we've always used a study guide of Mm. some sort. Got your homework. You come back. You share your homework. 
really valuable, really useful. We've had some great study guides, some of which uh, teams from Henson have written. Um, but this year we're moving a little bit different. So we're all going to have our Bibles because the Bible study. Okay. It's a good yeah, place oh, yeah. to have Bring your Bibles. Bible. Okay. Yep. Um, and so then you are going to, um, we're going to have the passages broke up. We'll have a schedule throughout the year. Awesome. And instead of a study guide, we're going to look at the word individually on our own. We'll give you some tools to do that. And you can go as deep and as um, as intense as you want, pull out all your commentaries, or you can um, just read the passage a few times and pray through it. And then come, and then we are going to walk through that study uh, conversationally with a teaching leader who's prepared, and they're going to conversationally walk through the passage, which I'm pretty excited about with Ephesians because I'm not a grammar girl, right? Yeah. And Ephesians has so many therefores mm-hmm. and since thens, and it'll be really helpful for a grammar person to help me walk through that. Yeah. It's like, okay, what's this clause relating to Yeah. Marias, are you able to tell us the teachers so that we could be praying for the teachers? Sure. Is it, yeah. Okay. I'll, Who are the I don't, teachers? I don't have it written down, so I'm going to... Okay. So in the morning, it'll be Adrian Lawrence, okay. Tracy Fable... Oh, you put me on the spot. I'm sorry. Ashley Schreiner and Liz Moody. Awesome. Great lineup. And then two others, Holly Schnur and Bonnie Von Wald. Awesome. Will be um, joining in the spring. Okay, so the, for the evening. That's for the morning slot. That's the okay. morning. And the evening slot team and is. And by the way, in the morning, there will we will be, um, we'll have child care. Oh, nice. So there you go. Um, and coffee. Oh, child care and coffee. You got the alliteration, the CCs. Yeah. We'll check that well, out. Besides B for Bible study. <laughs> You're all good. Uh, evening will be Kelly Sauter, Vonnie Hewitt, Mary Leibert, Holly Wilsey, and then in the spring joined by Lilia Klein and Madeline DeBoer. Okay, great. Yeah. Great Super squad for both the that. morning yeah. and the evening. Mm-hmm. This is great. Yeah, that's, it's like you could do, I'm going to do both. Okay. Uh, just, yeah. I wouldn't suggest that. That's uh, a long day. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, so... You could, we'll have registration out soon. Women can, but I would just um, encourage you to make room in your life for that. Yeah, that's great. That's a great opportunity. Um, Mary Alice, Alice, anything else you want to say about what's upcoming in the fall with women's ministry in general, other than just the Bible study that's going to happen in Ephesians? Uh, I wish I had some concrete things to tell you. I've got a lot of ideas that I really want to see happen. Um, we want to have at least two more real life gospel events. Ooh, nice. Real life gospel is occasional series okay. that um, we address topics that aren't often talked about in the okay. church. So, Do you have an example of that? Well, we talked about uh, mental health. Okay. We talked about uh, adoption and foster care. We talked about um, sexuality. More topical series mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the real life gospel yeah. moments. Okay. So, yeah, there's some topics that I really think need, that we need to address. And the purpose of the uh, Real Life Gospel is to just, to awareness of a topic, understanding how, how that impacts us, how it impacts those that we love, yeah. and then how we can move towards health and, um, and balance in those areas. Yeah. But also looking at a, like, a, what does God have to say about this mm-hmm. topic? A theological look at it? A, um, w- what's the essence of the issue? Yeah. So a professional in that area. Mm-hmm. And then a, um, a, a, either a panel or a testimonial type st- uh, of somebody who that has been part of their story. Yeah, that's great. So, um, yeah, that, that, those aren't 
scheduled and planned. Yeah. But those are coming up. And then um, something I'm hoping for November, again, not scheduled yet, is I think in our lives we can um, we can be so busy with tasks mm-hmm. and with that we don't often get um, – we n- don't always get and make time and space in our lives just for contemplation yeah. of the Lord. So I want to have an evening of um, – it, it will be very much a together together – Horizontally, but the focus of the night will be a vertical. So, so I guess worship, but in a uh, the quieter, um, quieter disciplines okay. of, of prayer and silence, and not in a mystical way, mystical or something, way, yeah. but just uh, providing space and time to yeah. just to be present. Yeah, to c- kind of unplug a little bit yeah. and just uh, re- yeah, that's so good. Okay, so Marius, it sounds like a lot is happening in the life of the church for the women's ministry. So, how can women? support you help you in these things because mary Alice, you do a lot for the church uh you do a lot for the women's ministry so h- how can women come alongside you and support you uh in this good work of you know all of these things that are going to be happening so how would you answer that i guess the first thing i think of is be available mm. and i know that's availability is there's like this spectrum of availability availability and some of that, you know, we're all busy. We all have lives. We have responsibilities, mothering, jobs, school, caring for, for others. And I totally recognize there are seasons uh, with more availability, but come as you can. Um, be be available to be with, because gathering is for a purpose is it's just a huge part of being a church, being together. Um, and so these are all kind of the, the things I think of are kind of nebulously th- sort of things, but mm-hmm. like be willing to get involved relationally, mm. not just involved yeah. like to make every night of your week busy, but to be involved relationally. Maybe reach out beyond your comfort zone. There will always be women who need, who are going to be blessed, who are going to be just thrilled that you called them, that you wrote them a note, that you moved towards them for a conversation. Yeah. Um, that you even recognize that they're there. And so um, that they're an image bearer of God and they're part of this body. And I think that we have a lot of women that are suffering right in our midst because they, they, um, they're they not known. And so how dare, dare to be known yourself and, and move towards others. I think of a, a book that was written called Just Walk Across the Room and, and just addressing the power of having yeah. someone reach out to you is immense yeah so um, and just to double click on that note you know especially at Hinson we have such a diversity of ages and stages and so mm -hmm. what an encouragement um, to you know perhaps like a a single woman supporting somebody a married woman with kids and somebody who's an empty nester supporting a woman with no kids you know Mm -hmm. like all those different various things yeah Yeah, that's awesome yeah continue go ahead for sure Uh, yeah absolutely Um, well, and then you do that for the sake of the kingdom, for mm-hmm. the sake of building up the body of Christ. Yeah. It's back in Ephesians. Yep. Um, Ephesians and then four. I think of practical helps, like um, if we're going to have coffee, somebody needs to make it. Yep. So uh, on Wednesday mornings, I'm going to need a coffee maker. I'm going to need a sound technical person. That's just, you really don't want to trust me with either the coffee or the sound technology. Mm-hmm. Those are just... Um, we want to talk about gifts <laughs> yeah and then um there's uh, meals i mean if you like to cook 
meals when needed. Not necessarily even waiting for the meal train thing to yeah. come out, but maybe you're just watching and listening and you hear about somebody having a really hard week yeah. and you're thinking, you know what, wouldn't it be great if they didn't have to make dinner? Yeah. So, um, uh, the, and these are not all structural things. Yeah, these are these just are, being in the life of the church. And all the things that you just, uh, the examples you gave are all just like very proactive, mm-hmm. like let's just go do it. I see a need, let's fill it. And, yeah. you know, it's not like, oh, I got to get, you know, the permission from Mary Alice. It's like, mm-hmm. actually, no, you just go for it and yeah. see how you could bless others with, mm-hmm. you know, the gifts that God has provided. So yeah. that's awesome. If you like to write letters, write a letter. Oh, that's so good. You don't have to know them. Maybe you just say, you're on page eight, and I prayed for page eight today. Uh, yeah. I love getting those letters, <laughs> uh, giving a shout out to some people in the church. Um, and last but not least, uh, Mary asked, do you have any any encouragements that you would give to the woman at Hinson? This is your time on the Disciple Hinson. Any encouragements you want to give? Uh, yeah. There, there's... I have been, this last year, just so strengthened and encouraged by... Um, like right now I'm in, in Ephesians and it's been so rich and so um, I'm really looking forward to going through Ephesians with women. There's a, there's a, there's the thrill of, of seeing God's love and his plans for us, but then doing that in the um, context of, with, in relationship with other women, it builds, a, hopefully it builds a heart uh, intimacy there yeah. and so um yeah engage in inward ministry particularly with other women um and then earlier in the summer last year of being in the psalms and just seeing god's heart for people and um and his hope is secure so i know that we're all in different places with different and it, and that could change by the minute by the phone call by mm-hmm. the circumstance um but that we are in this body by God's design and God's purposes. Uh, again, just I was reading about the earlier in Ephesians, and I think it was up in two, but it talks about uh, created for good works that He's planned for us mm-hmm. ahead of time. Yeah. And so, yeah, you might be thinking, I don't know where I fit, if I fit, but God knows, and He has brought you here in this church at this time, and. And there's a myriad of ways that could be that that work that he's planned for you, but um, engage and let's let's find that, let's explore that, and let's bless the body yeah. by um, by moving towards each other. Well, there you have it. This is the Disciple Henson podcast, and Mary Alice, it was a great honor to have you here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hope you could join us uh, next uh, episode if you can. But, um, you know, Dan might be returning back to his uh, normal host. And we'll so. be bumped, won't we? Yeah, so we'll <laughs> see. I, this may be my last episode, but we'll see what Dan says. So okay. <laughs> if you want to keep me, leave a comment below. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, and that's it, folks. 